What's up, everybody? This is Trish, and you're listening to Time Out with Trish, the podcast. We speak unfiltered talk about relationships, love, mental health, and everything that comes with surviving and becoming, all while navigating in this crazy world. You're listening to a pre-recorded episode available to watch at Trish TV One, Season 6, Episode 3. Before we get into this disclaimer, this is not a male bashing video. I am not bashing all men in this video. I am not saying that all men are cheaters. I am not saying that once a cheater, always a cheater. This is not that kind of video. I am not speaking on any of that. This is strictly about why women tolerate this behavior and why they blame themselves for this behavior. I want to make that very clear. It's always a whole situation, but that is not this kind of video. I am not saying any of those things at all. What I am saying is why? Why do we, why do women place blame on ourselves for a man's behavior? I want to break that down from what I feel from experience because I have done it more than once where I blamed myself for the reason why he cheated. I blamed myself for the reason why he humiliated me, for the reason why he embarrassed me. I blamed myself for his behavior, but it wasn't until I finally decided to love myself. It wasn't until I finally decided to break down why. It wasn't until I decided that I deserve better and I need to be a little bit more careful about who I choose to be connected with. It wasn't until I made those decisions that I finally realized. I think this is why women may allow, we tolerate, and we blame ourselves for this behavior. That is what this video is about today. Without further ado, let's get into it, but you guys, you already know what to do. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share this video if you like it today. A big welcome, a shout out to all of my new subscribers. We are 20 over 1K in just a week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, however you come by to find me. I'm so glad that you did, and I hope that you enjoyed this video today. Let's get into it. Why? Why do women do this? It is very, very common. I see it all the time. I hear it all the time. We see it in media, whether he's being very abusive towards you, whether he is cheating. I have a few reasons why I feel like we do, because I was that woman who blamed herself for the man's behavior. I blamed myself for the way he spoke to me. I blamed myself for him cheating on me or whether he is just all around, just not a good individual and you continue to take it and take it and take it. First of all, this has been happening. This has been happening since before you, before your mother, before your grandmother, before your grandmother's grandmother, your great, great, your great, great, and all your greats you never knew. Whole ancestry, it's been happening. A lot of women, we've been trained somewhat to take a lot of mess, and I've said this before. Children learn not so much of what you say, but it's what you do. They mimic our behavior, and we mimicked the behavior when we were young. Learned behavior is listening to what you're watching. 
you can go one of two ways with it. You can either take the same direction or you can go the opposite course. So that's first things first. It's been happening. It's been happening long before we were even thought of where women have always kind of taken the backseat. You cannot control someone's actions as much as we try to control someone's actions. You have no control over someone else's free will. We are free to do what we want to do, bottom line. So if he has cheated, cheating is the fault of the cheater. If he was abusive, the abuse is the fault of the abuser. Truth be told, we value them more than we value ourselves. When you put so much love and so much loyalty and so much devotion into someone, we end up placing more value on that person. I want to clarify, I'm only speaking about the relationships where the love is not returned. Number one, you feel rejected. I'm going to use cheating, for example, because it's a very popular thing that happens. Uh, we all have heard someone who's been cheated on, whether it be you or someone you're close to. But there's a lot of emotions at play whenever you find out that your partner cheated on you. But the number one emotion is feeling rejected, feeling like you were not good enough. What did I, what did I do? What didn't I do that I should have done more of? Was it my weight? Was it something wrong with the way that I looked? Was I not good enough? What could I have done better? What is it that caused him to want to step out? Is there something that I could have done where this could not have happened? I remember, and I've been cheated on in more than one relationship, unfortunately, and there is nothing that feels worse than that initial shock, that initial anger that you feel when you first find out that your partner was cheating on you, whether you found it out, whether you had the feeling or whether they came and told you, whether you saw it for yourself, there is no worse feeling. You're angry, you're hurt, beyond heartbroken. You're trying to break it down like, okay, when could this have started? What happened? So many emotions at play. And one of the number one emotions is feeling rejected you're pointing to yourself trying to figure out what you did that caused him to make the decision that he made on his own. People are attracted to each other for a variety of reasons and you can't control someone else's attraction. You can't control someone else's feelings. It has nothing to do with you. As much as it hurts, even if there were some things in your relationship that was a bit rocky, none of their actions was your responsibility. It is not your job. You do not bear the responsibility of someone else's actions. You are responsible for the role that you play in the relationship. And the sooner that you can accept that, accept that someone else's decision was not your decision, it was out of your control, the sooner you can move forward to accepting it, getting out of denial and moving forward to healing. Number two, you feel deceived. You know, the woman's intuition is just so powerful. And I know some people make fun of it, but it's very, very true. You will be shown different things and different ways when you're so heavily in love with someone, you're just, oh, you're so over the moon about them. You don't want to believe that they can actually cheat on you. This person who loves me and this person who cares so much about me and I care so much about, I love them, that they can ever do any wrong. In your eyes, they're perfect. Anybody can cheat. I can choose to be committed or I can choose to cheat. I choose not to, not because I can't. Truth be told, if I wanted to cheat, I could cheat and I probably could do it a lot better than he could. But that's not what we're talking about today.
we are talking about why the woman takes blame. Women can be very in tune. It may be the way that he hugged you, the way that he kissed you, or how distant. A lot of times you can feel changes with distance from someone. Naturally, you need someone or something to blame it on. When you're not secure, it's very easy for someone to manipulate you, to persuade you, to put you at fault for a decision that they make. There are also some formative factors. I'm going to read this to you. Women who are raised in dysfunction and abusive homes are more likely to feel that abuse is normal or that they deserve it or cause it. For any of you guys who grew up in abusive homes, I'm sorry, or for any of you who have grew up in homes where you saw infidelity, you saw some things that were not right. A lot of times when you grow up in environments like that and you may see yourself repeating some of the same patterns, those cycles, unknowingly, it is good to reach back. And reaching back, it is very uncomfortable. But to understand why we do certain things, it does require you to reach back so that you can at least have an answer to, okay, I think I understand why I do this. Now I want to rewrite this narrative. For those of you who may have children, I don't have any kids, so I can't speak from the point of a mother, but I do see it a lot where they don't want to break up a family dynamic. They don't want their kids to see two different homes. A lot of women feel like they have to stay. And although I understand that, you have to love yourself enough not to allow yourself to be continuously hurt to be humiliated, to be abused, to be betrayed over and over and over again, all because you don't want to break up a unit. It's already broken. You can create cycles. You can create generational curses. It's okay to leave where love is no longer being served. We put people, we put men before ourselves. This is why it's so important to love on yourself to understand self-love and what that really means what you want to give to someone else giving that first to yourself i truly believe that when a woman is secure in who she is when a woman really loves herself and loves who she is there's a lot of things that she will not tolerate she will not put up with it because she loves herself just that much and she truly believes that what she desires to have what she prays for really does exist but she has to be willing to let go of what does not serve her i hope this video really helped you can you relate have you been here are you currently in this space where you're finding yourself blaming yourself for a man's behavior if so let me know in the comments below i would love to hear from you i would love to know your opinion even if it's not in favor of mine let me know keep it respectful though keep it respectful Thank you so much for watching this video. If you like videos like these, let me know in the comments below. I'll bring more of these kind to you. And until next time, I will see you guys in the next video. I love y'all so much. Thank you for watching. Bye. The Mind Killer, a.k.a. Mrs. or Mr. Do Nothing. And why should you? I mean, you have a moment with a burst of energy. You write down all these plans, make marks on your calendar, and shout, I'm going to be successful. The world is your oyster, and nothing and no one can stop you. That is until the feeling to conquer is gone. Now what? 
you'll handle it tomorrow. The only problem with that is that tomorrow never comes. And it's only a matter of time before it turns into next week, next month, next year. Hello, 2023. It's been a month, three weeks and counting and already procrastination has arrived. So what is this thing called procrastination exactly? According to the Oxford Dictionary, procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something. To be slow or late about doing something that should be done. To delay doing something until a later time because you do not want to. Because you're lazy. You get the point. I, for one, know all too well the terrible habit of procrastination. Putting things off into the very last minute. Overthinking until I can think my way out of an important plan. The Mind Killer, a.k.a. Mrs. or Mr. Do Nothing. And why should you? I mean, you have a moment with a burst of energy. You write down all these plans, make marks on your calendar and shout, I'm going to be successful. The world is your oyster and nothing and no one can stop you. That is until the feeling to conquer is gone. Now what? You'll handle it tomorrow. The only problem with that is that tomorrow never comes. And it's only a matter of time before it turns into next week, next month, next year. Hello, 2023. It's been one month, three weeks and counting. And already procrastination has arrived. So what is this thing called procrastination exactly? Well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something to be slow or late about doing something that should be done to delay doing something until a later time because you do not want to do it because you're lazy. You get the point. I, for one, know all too well the terrible habits of procrastination, putting things off into the very last minute, overthinking until I've thought my way out of an important plan. The Mind Killer, a.k.a. Mrs. or Mr. Do Nothing. And why should you? I mean, you have a moment with a burst of energy. You write down all these plans, make marks on your calendar and shout, I'm going to be successful. The world is your oyster and nothing and no one can stop you. That is until the feeling to conquer is gone. Now what? You'll handle it tomorrow. The only problem with that is tomorrow never comes. And it's only a matter of time before it turns into next week, next month, next year. Hello, 2023. It's been one month, three weeks and counting and already procrastination has arrived. So what is this thing called procrastination exactly? According to the Oxford Dictionary, procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something to be slow or late about doing something that should be done to delay doing something until a later time because you do not want to do it because you're lazy. You get the point. I, for one, know all too well the terrible habit of procrastination, putting things off into the very last minute. Overthinking until I've thought my way out of a very important plan. The world is your oyster. 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 
The world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. And nothing and no one can stop you. The world is your oyster. 